Welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to discover how traditional business owners are leveraging the power of being a published author to grow their business. Get ready to discover practical and proven ways to enhance your reputation, build trust, and establish authority by authoring your own short, helpful book. On every episode, you'll hear from guest Main Street authors who have successfully authored, published, and leveraged their own book and want you to do the same. Now, here's your host of the Main Street Author Podcast, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome, everybody, to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast, the place to inspire business owners to author, publish, and leverage their own short, helpful books, or shooks as I call them. Today, I'm pleased to be able to have a conversation with virtual administrative assistant and author, Beth Butler. Now, Beth loves to help people flourish and owns Hope Unlimited, where she helps others pursue excellence. And drawing on over 30 years of experience in administration and operations, she and her team provide virtual assistance and coaching to individuals or small business owners located anywhere in the world on an as-needed basis. She is a multi-book author and has recently published her latest book, Circles of Friendship, which we'll talk about today. Beth, welcome to the Main Street Author Podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, so I appreciate your time. And I gave a, a, a brief overview, but why don't you just dive in a little bit more and describe your business, who you serve, and how you serve them? Right. For several years, I have served people as a virtual administrative assistant, which basically means if you have something administrative that needs to be done for your business, either on a regular basis or on-call project help, that's what we provide. Uh, and then I also call myself a, a soft skills coach because I've done some soft skill training. I'm familiar with the DISC, uh, personality assessments, and I love to see people grow. And so the soft skills are all those intangible qualities that people uh, u- utilize to do well in their professional life. Uh, they're not technical skills, but they're how to get along with people and how to be productive and how to be emotionally intelligent. So the writing comes more from probably those things, the soft skills uh, part of me. Uh, and then the administrative side is what we do with the virtual assisting. Very interesting. And just before we, we go off of the administrative assistance part, is there a particular niche you serve, Beth, or is it just any type of small business owner? It is, it, although it is almost every time uh, any kind of small business owner, it tends to be online like authors and in the leadership space. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of the, the majority of the people we've served, although we certainly have, we've, we've served people in the education field and we uh, have a farm in, uh, among our clients and that kind of thing. So it's, we don't limit who we serve, but it seems like that folks who have written books, who are speakers in the leadership space are in need of virtual assistance. And so that's how the word has gotten out. But we are, we do have a variety also. Interesting. I know we've actually had a lot of them on this podcast, just so they have a better understanding. And I know we're going to share all your information at the end, but what type of services do you provide those types of specific leadership authors? Like just give me an example so they have an idea. Well, sometimes it starts out like some authors need their social media updated regularly. We're not marketing a marketing firm, but we can help uh, execute and implement some social media presence for authors. We can do, we've done appointment setting, pretty much anything that you would have if you had an administrative assistant in an office, uh, kind of proofreading blog posts, uh, coordinating uh, a project. Uh, like one, one author uh, has a YouTube channel 
And so going in and writing the descriptions for their YouTube channel uh, and putting some keywords in and things like that, uh, we, we pretty much are very flexible. We're kind of experts at being generalist uh, so that you can throw a variety of things. And it's evolved over the years. I'm, several of my clients have stayed with me for, for quite a long time. So their needs evolve as the years go on and change. So we, we adapt and help and learn and self-teach ourselves sometimes. <laughs> Very good. I mean, listen, maybe there's someone listening that could definitely leverage your services. So I just wanted to make sure they had an idea. So yes. we're very unique too in this sphere because we don't require a minimum number of hours per month. Many virtual assistants and virtual assistant companies require a contract. We are more, you buy 10 or 20 hours at a time and then you use it as you need it. And so literally if you only had a 15 minute task a week, but it's just annoying and you want it done that's we're perfect for that kind of thing um, very good all right well listen let's jump into your author journey and i as i mentioned you've written several books can you share with our listeners just how many books you've written over the years i have seven titles that i pretty much have available exclusively on amazon and four of them are available in paperback the others are ebooks okay so the very first book you wrote how long ago was that Oh my goodness, that was back in probably 2010 or so. It was called Time Management Jesus Way. It was a look at Jesus as a model for effective time management. That's that's an interesting angle. Yeah. I have not heard of that one, but that's 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 it. Using yeah. Jesus as a as mm -hmm. a, an example, very interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, good. So whether it was that first book, Beth, or your more recent one, or any of the ones in between. Describe why you decided to become a book author. Why did you, you know, really make that decision to invest the time, energy, and money, which you know it, it takes, it does, yeah, to yeah. to write that first book or you know to continue to write your books? Well, I enjoy sharing insights and practical tips that help people grow uh, in those soft skills, you might say. Um, and in some cases, some of my books are faith-based, so some are growing in their their faith, some too. So writing, writing is something that comes somewhat naturally to me. Uh, you always, I don't want to claim like I'm a perfect writer by any means, but it seems like it's not too hard for me to put thoughts on paper. Let's put it that way. So you want to call it a gifting. Uh, so I decided I would start you know, collecting such thoughts and putting, putting them into books and putting it out there. And uh, so I've done that on and off for several years to get to the point where I'm at. It's, it's not the only thing I do, obviously, but uh, it seems like it's been something that's recurred over the last uh, 10 years or so. Now, are any of your books geared specifically to your, uh, you know, administrative assistance, your VA business? Ironically, no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so with, with Hope Unlimited, uh, helping others pursue excellence is kind of an umbrella for the eclectic things that I do that are to do with communication and administration. Now, there is a flavoring of it probably in, you know, because I have written a couple of books like 52 Tips for Pros on the Go and that kind of thing. So that side of things where the administrative tips and productivity tips would dovetail with the administrative assistant. But uh, I have not actually written a book about being a virtual assistant or anything like that. I guess it's my, my authoring is another facet of my professional career. 
is actually maybe something different. That's so. interesting because, you know, a lot of the authors that are on this podcast are typically business owners who write a book to promote their business. Now, we have had a few over the number of interviews that we've done that are more like a legacy book, but you're even something else. I mean, yours is almost <laughs> like it's a side, you know, not a side business necessarily, but it's another way for people to find you and learn more about you and, and the topics you're writing about aren't necessarily specific to. Interesting. All right. So you've just published a, a brand new book that's you know relatively new. Tell me a little bit more about that book. That book is called Circles of Friendship, and it's a guided journal for learning to think more clearly about your friendship. But it's designed to have both content and activity and journaling pages in it. So it's available in ebook and in um, journaling book, workbook style, so that it can appeal to people who just want to read the content, the ebook may be plenty, or people who want to actually engage and in a tangible way process what they're learning. And uh, I, you know, it, I've been inspired. I've, I seem to write journaling type books. The, you know, two or three of my books now have that aspect to it because I, I guess that's something I want to provide people away. I like to help people think clearly. And so by giving them journaling pages, questions to answer, that involves the reader in the process of, of what we're thinking about with the book. Very so, interesting. Yeah. So this book's the topic happens to be on friendship and exploring the different types of friendship in your life so that you can learn to manage your expectations and gain further appreciation for the friends you already have. Is it geared towards a certain type of person, an individual, or is it pretty general? It's pretty, it's pretty general. It contains a lot of uh, stories, actual true life anecdotes from a number of people, both male and female. And that I think really helps make the book. Uh, there, we kept it anonymous for privacy's sake, but we were able to take each type of friendship. It deals with about 15 different types of friendship. And we were able to get stories from contributors that modeled that particular kind of friendship. Like for example, um, one of the friendships is a cause friendship. It's somebody that you became friendly with because you served together, say on a board of directors or you volunteered for a particular cause. And the friendship, may really only be uh, developed when you're participating in that cause. And then the other times of your life, you might not intersect with that person too much. So someone would give an example, uh, an anecdote about someone they met during you know, serving at a cause and how a friendship either was started there or conversely understanding that even if the friendship stays within the confines of you serving that cause together, that's okay. That you can still mm -hmm. be part of the rich tapestry of circles of friendship in your life. Whether it was way back when, you may sound like it was so long ago, but it wasn't really that long ago. It's scary that 2010 seems a little bit long ago. But um, you know, over the course of the years, can you talk about or share any examples of what happened when you became a book author? Um, any, you know, transformation, any, just anything that was really, you can point back to, you know, happening because you took that first step to become a book author? Well, honestly, I think that the being a book author transforms the author themselves. When you were writing, uh, you know, they, I've heard it said that you, you know, you write about the things that you're trying to work through yourself uh, sometimes and not from necessarily being an expert at it. So when I look at the books I've written, the book about time management, the book about friendship, uh, the books about uh, tips, helpful hints and tips to do life a little more productively. 
those are things that both interest me, but I also sometimes struggle with. Uh, I feel like I'm fairly competent in some many of these things. Like, for example, I get along with most people, I feel very well. Um, but I still obviously had something I wanted to work through in when it came to friendships. And, and I, I think I had to come to realize that some of the friendships would ne not necessarily move into a different, you know, uh, description that maybe I would have wanted them to. And this helped me by processing my own thoughts. I was able to create a book that I hope will help others relate to them. So if they're struggling, now the, another book that we did, I did with two other authors is Organizing from the Heart. And I'm partly very organized, but I'm not necessarily always neat. And, and so, you know, it's interesting to have written a book about organization and then see, wait a minute. <laughs> so I think I write about things that I am trying to learn and trying to grow. Yeah, it's interesting. So you, yeah, it's really interesting you say that because I noticed that not so much with my books, but other things like years ago, I used to give a lot of workshops, in-person workshops. And I would do it on topics that I wanted to learn more about. And really, and I would take a really deep, I mean, it would take me months to prepare the content. And by the end of it, you know, I was, my, my level of, of expertise on that topic really rose. So it's an interesting concept and angle for why to write a book. The other thing I think it's interesting, Beth, is you talk about how it kind of helped you work through things and, and, and dealing with things. And we have interviewed a few authors that the books that they've written have done exactly that, whether mm -hmm. it was, you know, physical abuse or one of my friends, he lost a daughter to mm -hmm. uh, a drug addiction and he had mm -hmm. to write this book to, you know, help him kind of process everything. Right. So there are mm -hmm. those types of books yeah. and, and you're right. Writing a book can most definitely transform the author so thank you that's a very interesting angle i had not really considered but thank you so let's talk about the ways you use your books now you know you you have a, several different books um can you just share any advice or strategies or just tips that you know the way you use them um online offline any of that good stuff well back um a few years ago i was doing more speaking than i am now and so uh, when you when you're able to have a book when you speak that's always a good thing to kind of kind of build some credibility to show that you've done the work behind putting a book together. Uh, now I use you know social media a good bit to try to get the word out uh, about the books, and uh, it can it can be a slow process. I know a lot of the authors that you work with are writing a book to give away, and and leverage for their business. And I have found that giving away the ebook at times, it does help get the message to people. And I feel like I have to be reminded myself that I'm not really writing a book to become a millionaire. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I have a message that I hope will encourage other people, I have to remember if there are ways to get the book out, which means giving it away free sometimes, which because my books are available through Amazon, I use the, you know, the free ebook um, promotion opportunity. Uh, and, is to understand that the important thing is getting the message out. And because you really can't, you really can't go back as an author for the time you spend to think and write. You really can't quantify how much you should make on a book financially, or even how many clients you get out of a book to make it worth it. I think you have to go into it with the idea that you have a message to share to help the world. And if you get the blessing of some clients out of it, or sales out of it, then that should be more frosting on the cake. And and I'm struggling to get there. I'll admit that. I'm not, you know, some pie in the sky, look at me. It, you know, you do look at the sales numbers or if, you, if you're trying to sell a book or you do look to see if you are getting clients or customers because you're giving this book away. 
Uh, and sometimes that's hard to quantify. Like you don't always know how long it might be before somebody takes you up on your business because of a book they saw. I would say it takes a lot longer than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially, well, when you're doing it like through Amazon or any of the online retailers, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's definitely a different pathway than if you're a local business owner giving out copies of right. books or something like that. But uh, yeah, it, it takes longer and I think it takes a lot more effort. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, are you solely on Amazon or are you using any other online um, right now, I'm solely on Amazon, and I do get some copies for local. Like we have a little local event on Friday. We'll have some books. You know, we have a retail store, small store in our town that carries the book, uh, that kind of thing. So we get some inventory to have for local events and things, but pretty much on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, if someone like yourself who's an Amazon author, you know, you, you really have to understand. And when I say understand, I use kind of use air quotes because it it changes. All the time, yes. You know the whole way Amazon promotes books, advertises oh, yeah. books, and uh, mm-hmm. you know there's all different kind of strategies um, to yeah. uh, to try to leverage. But it's it's yeah, it's 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 work for sure. I it always, definitely is work. Yeah, yes. yeah. So so let's talk about your advice, Beth, for someone who might be listening that might want to do the kind of book that you've done, one that you know. It's on a specific topic they're interested in and they're, they're trying mm-hmm. to get better at it, whatever it might be. What advice would you give a person who has yet to get started on a book uh, for whatever reason and, you know, just hasn't done it yet? Well, I think there's two things I would say initially to someone who and I have I have a, a friend who is working toward writing a book. And I see her modeling this. Now, first, I think you have to understand that it is a journey. Um, writing a book is going to work in your life and try change some things in your life. And you have to be dedicated to it on a consistent basis. Even if that only means you make a commitment of writing a half hour a week or 15 minutes every morning or one morning a week, you go to a coffee shop. If you're not consistent putting the words on paper, you're not, you're not going to get there. Uh, you have to write <laughs> in order to write the book. And I'm not, uh, some writers would love to disappear into a cabin in the woods for three days and nobody bothered them and write for eight hours or nine to 10 hours. I'm not like that. I actually like to write in small spurts and then you can put them things together, like write a page or two. Uh, And so uh, another piece of advice is if you want to kind of try your information out, like my friend does, you know, she actually is blogging first, some of the topic, and then you consistently putting a blog post out, say every week, then perhaps you can put it together into a book and it won't feel so overwhelming. So, you know, because some people think, oh, I got to write a hundred pages. Well, why not just write a page or two or a chapter at a time or a few paragraphs, even if and put it on a blog or put it on your social media feed, you know, see what people think of your writing, put a paragraph or two on Instagram with a picture and see what, how people respond or how you like it and save those snippets and start putting it together into a book where that way it feels a little less overwhelming. Um, but it is a journey. Um, now I know you probably, I think you encourage people to write within a short period of time. And sometimes you can motivate yourself by giving yourself a deadline. So I'm not suggesting it can't be done, but there is, there's definitely dedication. I think sometimes people are, oh, I'd like to write a book about this or that topic for, or leave this for my family, but they're not willing to put the time in every week to write a little bit of it. And they're not going to get it done if they're not willing to put the time in. It's always an interesting challenge, you know, whether it's a business owner who wants to write a book or, you know, someone like yourself who's writing a book for a different reason, but I know a lot of people have the goals. Uh, they're always interested in, you know, I want to do it. I'm going to write that book. 
uh, and then you know life gets in the way, and you're right, you, you have to you kind of kind of go into this eyes wide open, expect that the energy is going to wane, not for everybody, but for a lot of folks, and and you got to fight through that. It, it it really does you know bother me when I see people stall or you know get sidetracked and. You know, a very important book. There, I mean, all, I think all books that are written with intention and, and well thought out are important books. We don't know who they're important to, but if they're not written, if they're never published, then they're never going to help anybody. So, um, yeah, I, I you know, I, I just think it's it's. Uh, I think that journey and that consistent, persistent forward movement is so critical. Kind of like training for you know the Olympics or something like that. <laughs> You know, a lot of people want to have written the book, but they don't want to go through the process of writing the book. And yeah. then just like, you know, a lot of people want to stand on the podium with a gold medal, but yeah. they don't want to put, you know, hours and years of their life training, you know, running in the dawn hours and all that. That's where it really happens. It's not for those few minutes on the podium. So, yeah. Well, I would encourage anyone who's maybe listening and, and is in that spot. And I've said this repeatedly over past episodes. It's like, You've got to take the spotlight of, oh, geez, I don't have the time or my life is all hectic right now. Take it off of you and put it on to your potential readers and the mm -hmm. fact that they need that book. They need that information. And by you not getting it done, you're keeping that from them. So if you can mm -hmm. kind of sort of shine that spotlight in a little different way, yeah. you know, maybe that'll motivate you to say, listen, I'm just going to get this done. Mm -hmm. um, because to your point earlier, you just never know when it's someone's going to find it and when someone's going right. to you know, really be changed by it. Right. Beth, what about now, you, before I ask the question, your books, are, do you self publish all of them? Do you work with yes. the public? Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. Good. Um, so you've probably, chances are, <laughs> I know I have, chances are you've probably made mistakes over the years and any, mm -hmm. any mistakes or speed bumps that you would want to warn someone about when it comes to, either writing or you know getting a book published i think that one is trying to do too much of it yourself uh with this book for example it's uh beautifully designed if i say so myself and i can say that because i i originally tried to design it myself i'm not a graphic designer okay i'll just say it. i can do basic design of social media posts and so on but I was blessed to have a, a friend who's a graphic designer want to be part of a meaningful project and take over and redesign the whole inside of it. And it was incredibly exponentially better looking inside. And being that it is a journal with activities and, you know, thought prompters and all that, the beauty of the interior of it is really quite important for this book to Absolutely. be a good book. Yep. And so sometimes, you know, to save money or whatever we try to do, I, I because I am a generalist and I know a little bit about a lot of things, <laughs> I end up being the you know, designer, the marketer, the whole nine yards. And sometimes I think that's been a mistake for me not to be, you know, a little step back and say, if I want this to be a journal and look pretty, you know, this experience helped me see now going forward. If I do another book of that style, uh, I need to be sure I budget to have, you know, have somebody design it. Same thing with editing and proofreading. Now I have I have people in my team that are editors and proofreaders, so I am able to use other eyes. But some people might feel like, well, I'll save money. I'm not going to hire somebody to edit the book or proofread it. Eh, no, I would I would say <laughs> it'd be a good idea to to uh, spend that money and have that that team help you. Now it could get. 
sometimes it can get extremely expensive. And I think you need to be really careful about who you retain and how much money they're going to charge you for certain things. Because some things don't have to be quite as expensive as some might, you know. So I think you have to be discerning. But I definitely think you have to be willing to spend some money. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's excellent advice. I mean, I, I typically see three areas. I see the two that you mentioned because design is so critical. And I see a lot of folks kind of open up Microsoft Word and mm-hmm. they think they're, you know, and, and they're not, they're just not, there's certain guidelines and a look and right. feel of a real book that you just don't mm-hmm. get by opening up Microsoft Word. Right. You maybe can get there, but so a lot of self-published books tend to look a little amateurish. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're right about, you know, uh, the marketing of it and everything else. You know, where do you tap in? The copy editing is another critical spot. You know, no matter how good of a proofreader you are, you need someone else looking at it. And the other part I'd say, on the even on the front end, is sometimes you need a coach, an expert, or someone to help get, you know, help you figure out the book and, and encourage you. So, yeah, I think your your insights uh, are are wise and uh, are, are, are you know right on point. So Beth, as we get ready to wrap up here, what would be one thing you would want to leave our listeners with relative to either the book authoring journey, your expertise, anything, friendship, whatever you'd like to talk about? What would be something you'd want to leave our listeners with? Well, I think I, I would like to leave a thought about friendship since that is the the most recent book. Um, I'd like to encourage the listeners that um, to really open your heart to friendships of all kinds. There may be people in your life that you would be your go-to people. You know, you have a couple of friends that are your closest friends and family and so on. But sometimes we just are comfortable with our little circle. And if we step back and realize that there's some great friendships to be had through our work colleagues, through readers of our books, maybe who've connected with us, I've got lots of online friends that I don't see very often, but there's still, I don't look at that as less of a friendship necessarily. And sometimes then when we end up coming back, coming together after many years or for the first time, it's just kind of nice that we had that online interaction for a while first. So that's what I would encourage people when you think of circles of friendship, that your circle is ever expanding and not everyone has to be your best friend. The way I put it is that you, you don't have, you can't not be friends with everybody, but you can be, have a meaningful relationship with almost anybody. If you like, if you just open your eyes and ears and heart to them a little bit. So that's what I would encourage people. Well, thank you for that. And how can people learn more about you, about your VA business and where can they get, I mean, you mentioned Amazon, but where can they get your books? Uh, basically everything can come, can be found through my website, bethbutler.com and that's B E U T L E R. And so they can see about my business. They can, uh, you know, see about my books and launch to my books from there, but I'm also searchable on Amazon with Beth Butler. So I have an author page there too. So if they search my name directly on Amazon, they'll see all my books. Okay. Well, Beth, listen, thank you very much. Congratulations on the recent book. Thank you. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. You've just listened to another insightful episode of the Main Street Author Podcast. If you've been on the fence about writing your own book, there's no better time than now to become a Main Street Author. To learn more, visit MainStreetAuthor.com. That's MainStreetAuthor.com. And while you're there, schedule a complimentary strategy session with Mike to discuss your book ideas. See you next time. And remember, you can do this.